0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. How would you feel if the lunchroom monitor looked at your daughter and said, you should probably only be eating half of your lunch? Would that get you as a parent? We talked about it this morning, and you need to hear this. Towards the end of the podcast, right now, let's get things fired up. Little family secrets. Just kind of sneak out over time. Carrie Washington, her new book, is talking about the fact that she was, you know, like an established actress, family, everything like that. And then her parents pulled her aside and said, hey, this isn't your real dad.
1: Would you want to know?
0: Probably. Like I said, because of the health implications, I'd want to know to take a peek at, you know, as you get older, you start worrying about your health.
1: She ended up meeting her real father. They knew who it was. And she has now established a relationship with that guy. So... I guess if she's okay with it, she's the only one that I would be worried about. If she's okay with it, then that-
0: We're going to call her Heather this morning. How are you? Great. Uh, you got a little family secret we should know about?
2: Yeah. So just recently for his birthday, my nephew got an ancestry DNA test.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: And through the results of that, um, showed that his grandfather he was not related to him at all so that led to my sister taking a dna test and finding out at 48 years old that the man that raised her is not her biological father and my mom just didn't say anything all these years
1: so this has been your half sister that you've known this whole time or did you think it was your real blood sister no, I knew that she was my half sister, okay.
2: but she actually has a different dad than who she thought it was.
0: Yeah. How does she react to something like that? I mean, what goes through her head? How does uh, you know what's the next the next thing you do?
2: Right. So yeah, she reached out. She was able to find out who her biological dad was. So she wrote him a letter and reached out to him. He had no idea yeah. about her at all.
0: Are you going down the bumpiest gravel road ever, or are you Is on there a car hail? wash? Hail outside. No, It's raining, yeah. It's, oh man, it's raining. We're
1: downstairs, we don't it see is. it. We're in a
0: bunker. This is a fallout <laughs> shelter. We're under about 30 feet of granite here, so I just was like, Wow, it sounded like it was awesome. Uh, what so- does
1: she feel like? Does she f- okay? First off, like, was your mom living the fast life where she could have picked from a few people, or was it just a a wild week? I think it was just a wild week, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to paint your mom like that because, you know, sometimes you know guys can do it all day, every day, sleep with a bunch of people. But when a woman right. does it, then oh, she's snap. a whore, yes. which is not right to do. But um, what did she say? What was your mom just as surprised as your sister?
2: Um, she just was like, oh, I knew it was a possibility, but I just didn't say anything.
1: Okay, why that's ruffle he- feathers? That's a
0: heavy <laughs> burden to, to 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 wear all of those years. I
1: think it's that, and then it's also I don't want to look like I was uh, fast. You know, well, I, I, and I don't blame her. Who wants to have your life painted like that? But That's
0: crazy. Well, hey, thanks for sharing with us. Interesting stuff. We appreciate it, Heather. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Uh, wow. Jenny is also going to share her story. Hi, Jenny. How you feeling? Good. How are you? Good. You got a little family secret we should know about?
3: It's actually pretty crazy, so buckle up. Um so when I was 16, I didn't know who my biological father was. I my mom was very open about it. She knew who he was, but like he wanted nothing to do with us and I was pretty comfortable with it until one day he contacted my mom and wanted full custody of me. Hmm. Brought a lawyers into it, wanted full custody and it was just super random. And then we ended up finding out about a year and a half into going to court of custody for me that his family thought, okay, well, remember when you thought you had a child? Well, let's get custody of her because he was in kidney failure from alcohol and I was a match for his kidneys.
1: He wanted your body parts. He didn't want to get to know his daughter. He He wanted wanted your body parts.
3: Exactly. And so I have a court order saying I'm legally not allowed to give him any of my body parts. That
1: is crazy.
0: <laughs> how much of a how much of a struggle was it for you to say no, or was it easy for you to say no to this guy?
3: Well, my mom hid quite a bit of the fact of it. Like, I didn't go to court. She was the only one. She, like, took, like, $60,000 out of her 401K to be yeah. able to afford this, like, crazy top-notch lawyer. And I just didn't understand. Like, I was, like... I was a kid so i didn't understand the concept of it until the lawyers all sat me down they made me go to therapy and they're like here's the deal this is what's going on he wants your kidney because he's um you're a match to his kidney and he can't be put on a donor list so his family specifically his mom was like let's get in contact to see if that is your biological oh child. wait you are and a young
1: kid do they
3: do I've that i've never met this man Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. But I was about to turn 18. I was like 16, 17 going in on there. And then I was about to go into my senior year.
1: So that would have been a family you would have been joining into. A family that only cares about this guy, not you. They want your organs. They want to save him. They want to put your life in a compromised situation. To nutshell it,
0: your biological grandmother wanted your biological father who abandoned you to try to get a hold of you because his kidneys were failing and yours were good.
3: Literally and I, I, I'm not kidding. Exactly that. Wow. That
1: is crazy. Uh, and is what he's... a mom wouldn't do takes out sixty K. That's nothing. What a mom wouldn't do to oh, save her my kid. mom
3: was a single mom. She worked her at sorry, she worked her butt off. Yep. And she I mean, she won. The judge
1: laughed at it. He yes. was like, Absolutely not. As well it's like a it.
0: shame that it's got to get sixty thousand dollars into it for your mom to win this. And
1: you would have to agree to the yeah. surgery. It's not like somebody can say, This is my child, I want a body part. You can't do that. And that's I think that's where
3: their mindset was is let's try to get custody of her and then have the mindset of being able to do whatever they wanted. We
0: just throw her in a bathtub full <laughs> of ice. Good Lord! Crazy. You're You'd woke up one day, and you'd have been missing a kidney. My God, this is bananas.
1: You need to write a movie. That's a lifetime movie, right there.
3: Yeah, my mom really tries not to talk about
1: it with anybody. Mm-hmm. But, but
0: here you are talking about <laughs> it for tens of thousands of people, and
1: we're going to air it on all of our other stations around the country. So, so
0: uh, last question: What's going on with your biological dad right now? Is he did he find a kidney I,
3: after you know after finding out everything? I Completely, the judge left it up to me if I wanted to get to know him. It was not a question. I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I, yeah. I'm i really good. So they, the judge ordered me court-ordered therapy when I was in high school. And sure. then... For years, we kind of had an off and on conversation. But now I have like a whole restraining order because he did have a, quite a bit of mental health issues on top of everything. And yeah. I don't talk to that side yeah. of the family you know, at all.
1: As much as you didn't think you needed therapy, I think at that formidable age, the fact that they made you do that is a great idea. One, Pretty you have a father that is only using you. And two, you just dodged a huge bullet. And three, you're confused. And so that was really good. Glad they did that. Yeah.
0: Uh, hey, last question, though. Did you say this was alcohol uh, because of his kidney failure? Like, it's nothing you have to worry about down the line?
3: No, nothing I have to worry about is all himself. So that was like the only good thing to know. And like, yeah. knowing that I know a little bit more about my my own health side on yeah. my, my biological dad's side, so...
2: I can't complain.
3: I
0: got to tell you, when Kat and I plan out a show, we're like, hey, I wonder if we're going to get a call like this or whatever. And you were exactly what we were hoping we were going to get. I'm sorry. It's been, you know, trauma (laughs) in your life. I
3: texted my mom. I pre-warned her. I said, hey, I'm covering up my name. But just so you know, this is what's going to, I figured it's a crazy story. That
0: was a heavy one. I'm glad you called. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah. Take care. (laughs) Hey, Kat, have you ever heard the phrase, men aren't as manly as they used to be?
1: Yeah, I think people say that often. You believe it? Uh, but they also say women aren't as feminine as they used to be, which mm. is also true.
0: Uh, I've seen recent research that says because of all the plastic we ingest, mm-hmm. and that's around in our lives, microwaves, so, so forth, everything that's like a is foreign to this body that was created. If you think of a caveman and everything that they survived on versus all the things that are in our lives, mm-hmm. uh, testosterone levels in men across the world are down quite a bit. Really, And so if you do hear the phrase men aren't as manly as they used to be, there's really some truth to it. I mean, scientifically it's right. I'm going to give you some proof Cut. at football practice yesterday. And one of the other coaches comes up to me, shows up a little bit late, but he's a teacher. So I think he's got like after school stuff he's got to take care of. And he shows up and I go, how are you coach? He goes, I got a, a cramp in my thumb. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> as a, as a coaching staff, I can look around and I can see what was the athletic prowess in many of us. Yeah, I can't see how we would stack up in a society that was truly savage. Nowadays, we've all been where very, you
1: had to hunt for your meal, or you would not eat.
0: We've all become very accustomed to our domestic lives. Let's yeah. put it that way. And I said, "Oh, you got, you got to have a banana." And I go, well, "You know why?" And he goes, well, I said, "Monkeys never
1: cramp." <laughs> Always a classic.
0: And he goes, "I'd never know." I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, I freaking hate bananas.
1: Yeah. I
0: said, what do you mean you hate bananas? What real red-blooded American man hates bananas? I go, are you allergic? He goes, nope. Hated them since I was five. Just the texture? He goes, I might love them now, but I'd never know. I'll never touch a banana. He goes, if my kid said, dad, get me a banana, mm-hmm. I'd tell him to piss off. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. That is some hatred for a banana. I mean, do you hate a food that much? I don't enjoy at all grapes. I think grapes are.
0: If Liam not said, good. "Mom, give
1: me some grapes," I get him grapes. You know, the only grape I ate recently was the one that tasted like cotton candy. Oh, the they're hybrid, good. They're really good, <laughs> and they weren't bad. But I don't like I grapes.
0: Like drinking grapes,
1: and I don't. I love drinking grapes. I'll stomp on grapes and I'll drink grapes all day. But I don't like to eat them. They're not my favorite. And then I don't like. I don't like uh, lunch meat ham. That's not my favorite. But I'll eat like uh, spiral ham. So, is ham what's lunch? What's the difference Yeah, what's
0: the difference there?
1: I have no idea. It's the way it's cut. I don't get thin like that. Like a thick piece. This
0: is the first time I've ever heard a human being not liking bananas.
1: <laughs> yeah, Miranda, I could. I disagree with you. If you want to call and tell us what mainstream food you I will eat, not eat, I won't eat
0: green peas. The texture makes it... I, They're
1: all green. So you don't have to are say green. all peas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just say peas. Well, no. Yep, you just say peas.
0: Aren't there some that are like a whitish?
1: Black-eyed peas. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I, I won't eat those. Uh, when I was a little kid, I had a TV dinner once, yeah. and I had the peas and the carrots mixed together. And I remember my mom said, you have to eat them. You have to eat them. You can't get up from the table unless you eat these. Uh-huh. And I went and I put them in my mouth and I threw up all over the place.
1: So if they're smushy, I can't do it. But if they're in like a fried rice and they have that pop to them still, then I could eat those. Yeah,
0: you're right. I can do that. But That's the all right. smushy,
1: yeah.
0: I just, uh, it blew my mind when he said, I'll never tell. I don't know any... Grown man that won't eat a banana.
1: Deborah says creamed corn. I don't know the last time I ran into a creamed corn, so I don't know how many. Every Thanksgiving,
0: my mom would make it. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I no. just the banana thing threw me, man. I like, it, I, and I said, I said I'm going to talk about this tomorrow on the radio. And he goes, You're going to find a ton of people that hate bananas. I said, I can't. I bet we don't find five. Yeah, I bet our entire listening audience. Well, there aren't five people hate banana. I mean, what could you hate about a banana?
1: I don't mind bananas. I had it in my uh, energy, Cloud 9 Energy Bowl yesterday. They're really good. Uh, Lexi, who is this, Miranda calling?
0: Yeah. Hey, Miranda, what's going on? How are you today?
4: I'm good. How are you doing? Good,
0: good. You'll love the banana, right?
4: I do. I don't mind
0: bananas, but they're not my... Favorite. God, how how do you guys live without banana?
1: I mean, I bet I have a banana a day. It's not a good go to for me. I like an apple. I like a cutie, but I wouldn't go for a banana. What's the mainstream food though, Miranda, that you wouldn't eat? You don't like?
4: I'm a very picky eater, um, but people think it's strange that I don't
1: like mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh. oh my god, I love mashed potatoes. I don't
0: know if I can allow you to listen to the show anymore.
1: So good. <laughs>
0: why 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 no mashed Sorry. potatoes? What's the deal? You had a bad experience?
4: Um, I just don't like the texture, and I don't know. I just don't like
0: potatoes. Yeah,
1: are you one of those like picky female eaters that will only eat like the kids' menu chicken strips? Mm. You're like, I'll just have (laughs) chicken strips and a beer. Um, I
4: used to. But I've
1: gotten a little bit more higher class. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay. Since I've grown up, so. <laughs> let's
0: say you let's say you see the most perfect man walking down the beach. He, he is just a Greek god selling mashed potatoes. And right, <laughs> and, and he says, "Would you like to share this bowl of mashed potatoes? You just ain't doing it, huh?"
4: my husband tries he's like oh you
1: want
0: some of my mashed potatoes?" i'm like no he's like come on yeah so weird all right thanks for being on the show have a great morning i
1: know i am um yeah you too guys that guy's winning look at all these people that hate bananas tasha's husband hates bananas rudy my wife hates bananas uh caitlin hates sushi sushi isn't too mainstream it's a very acquired taste i got jj on the sushi train love sushi not too long ago and uh i think it's very i think it's delicious and healthy very good for you the bananas
0: thing though man it's yeah. just uh
1: not washing your bedding enough could lead to harmful bacteria especially in the winter seasons when we're stuck inside you want the least exposure to things that could make you sick. A recent study found that nearly half of all single men don't
2: wash their bedding Uh, for four months. Another study found that your pillowcase has as much bacteria as a toilet seat. Duvet covers, sheets, and pillowcases should be washed every two weeks. But even more if you sleep in the nude, don't shower before bed, or have allergies. Pillows should be washed once every three months. Experts say you should also definitely use a mattress protector and wash it every two months. Have you
1: ever washed your pillow? I've never washed a pillow in my life, I feel like, make the feathers wet... I'd, I have never done that. There was a I just buy a new small
0: one. Small town dry cleaner in the town that I grew up in, mm-hmm. and I remember my mom and dad giving me a garbage bag full of pillows to bring up to the dry cleaner. Really? And that would happen. Oh man,
1: your I, mom was on her game. Yeah, I never think about that. I stuff.
0: think it probably happened once a year mm. where they were having like some kind of a special on cleaning pillows, and everybody would drop their pillows off there.
1: I've never yeah. ever heard of that. It I was well, those are old one.
0: school feather pillows though, too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they were the ones that. Like if you if you turned over, it could stab you in the eye. Yeah. Like those kinds. So (laughs) I, I guess that's what you have to do with them. I'm guessing you have to dry clean them.
1: All right. Speaking of skin, did you know listening to SZA will actually be healthier for your skin? How so? SZA, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift and Drake. It's all been found by research that certain types of relaxing music like that can reduce stress. And aid in the elimination of skin conditions like dermatitis, psoriasis, and more. Yeah, so it I've just seen kind of those studies
0: it. too. That uh, if if you listen to um, uh, like uh, old school, like Dean Martin, you know, like old school cheerleaders, like yeah, yeah, like that, like that, that stuff from the fifties, the sixties, that Rat Pack stuff. Well, it does make sense
1: to, if you get acne, stress acne, stuff like that. Why stress yourself out? It hurts more? the dermis. It does. You'll get the rap acne before you know it. <laughs> So I was reading on my Daily Mail snap feed that there is a new trend that girls are going to start doing, not just girls, but women. And it's called the viral snail girl trend. And this is now encouraging women to focus more on self-care and a relaxed lifestyle than to be on the go, go, go. But some of the some of these girls that are like, I really need to scale back with what I have going on, have no kids. So I don't know what they have been up to where they're on the go, go, go. I don't know their lifestyle. I don't know what kind of work they do or like charity work. Or That's
0: when you were supposed to hustle the most is when you don't have kids because you do miss out too. on family time.
1: Uh, the days of idolizing being a girl boss are over. The snail girl era has now arrived.
0: Oh, my gosh. Every girl in our building is going to now have to take all those posters off their walls.
1: <laughs> boss girl, <laughs> boss babe, boss bee. I never understood For what that sure. meant. Now there's just going to be snail slime everywhere. Snail, <laughs> s- s- snail, snail, snail girl chick. is a trend that sees women prioritizing slow living. I'm like, oh, actually... I have been kind of yeah, starting uh, to do that.
0: I did this 10 years ago and I've been happiest
1: since. We call, we call you snail boy behind your That's back. That's
0: fine. I'm good. I um, move slow and deliberately.
1: I just I just thought to myself like starting last year I'm like I'm going to start to not do as much because I'm called I don't, lazy.
0: That's not snailing. It's called being lazy. So you're lazy. Of course I'm lazy.
1: No, I'm saying like that like all the boards I was on I'm like do I really need to be on all those or can I just prioritize the ones that I feel like I can be most effective with? So I've done that. I scaled back and now I'm only on two.
0: I think if you scale back and you're pitching that extra time into something worthwhile, then it's, here's the deal. You got 24 hours in the day. If you're if you're snailing so that you can just sit around and watch crap TV, that's not that's what a I'm waste doing. of your life.
1: No, that's not what I. So, what are did. these
0: people doing on on the Daily Mail? What that's, are they doing with their extra time that's now? What I'm They're saying
1: making specialty coffees, taking their time, doing their journaling, um, doing that. That would give me. I don't like journaling. That's not my favorite thing in the world. Um, but if you're just scaling back with all of your duties just to Netflix and give yourself some time. I think that that's kind of like, don't do that.
0: Everybody needs to find their balance of what's going to be healthy for yeah. them. And if that means cutting back on a bunch of stuff, good for you. But it doesn't mean like it, it has to be a, a a lifestyle.
1: I made the decision because I was missing some of Liam's stuff. There. And I had gotten to the point where I was like, oh, I can't do that. I'd rather be busy with his stuff than to be busy with things that just take up my time. You know,
0: If you were missing the golden bachelor and you decided to jump off of the school board because <gasps> of it, then that's the wrong thing to do.
1: I've been watching that.
0: Oh my god! See, this is where it all happens. Oh my god!
1: It's such a beautiful like. Mm -hmm. You thought all the other bachelors were good. The the crazy throw them out the door. They're crap. This guy is so such a beautiful soul, and he's got he's got hearing aids, and they're golden. (laughs) They're like they have a gold hue to them. He's got to doing a disservice to all our
0: society right now by even having the show on the air. I know. Remember, we're sitting on fifteen thousand dollars worth of cash to give away tomorrow morning live in the playhouse. And free money high low starts at 6 a.m. with Key of St. Cloud. All you gotta do is get up early, be quick, get the cash just at 6. Right now, back into the podcast.
1: What's trending? What's trending? You know, the Cinderella story has been done like 15 times. Now we have the 16th, and this time, it is true. Who owns the shoe? A mystery is surrounding the recent B-Day bash for 18-year-old Prince Christian of Denmark. Oh. Following the Prince's Gala, it seems one guest left an important accessory behind. In a moment straight out of a fairy tale, the palace reveals on Instagram that this golden open-toed heel was found without an owner post-party. Funny. Isn't that funny? That's great. That's Crazy, but this birthday party was nuts. It was full of princes and princesses, royalty that flew in from around the world. What is your best birthday memory? Because this kid, it's probably not that big of a deal for him because he's grown up with this stuff, but 18 to have that huge soiree. Uh,
0: I think we've talked about this before, but my mom and dad threw me a birthday party, a surprise party for my 16th birthday. And uh, we were right in the midst of playoff football season. And uh, my friend and I, I was like, let's go, let's get crazy. And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah." And he was kind of playing coy. And he's like, oh, you know what? I left my jacket at your house. Can we go back there? And we go back to my house and there's no cars. My mom and dad weren't even home. Yeah. And I run. He goes, I think it's downstairs. I'm like, I'll run down there. I ran downstairs. And there was, like, 50 people down yeah. there for a surprise birthday party. And it was, yay, surprise. And that was really, really cool. The the worst was uh, my friend Susie came uh, literally about an inch from getting knocked out because <laughs> she jumped out first. I look out. And I immediately cocked back. And I was, oh, just about that close. from, And I would have felt horrible yeah. if I'd have knocked her out. But that one I'll always remember just because of the effort. I mean, they had to have people blo- uh, park blocks away. And it was all in this little time frame. So my mom and dad executed that pretty well. That How about you? Cool.
1: Well, I think for my 18th birthday, my mom just like getting us two rooms for me and my girlfriends at Mystic Lake.
0: I was irresponsible. Like,
1: so irresponsible, but I was legal. So I think she was like, whatever you do now is like a lifelong mistake. So be, be a good person. We gambled. There's no, like, windows in casinos, so we had no idea what time of day it was. The fresh oxygen was keeping us up all night. I spent so much money that I didn't have, but that was pretty fun. It was like, here's some freedom for you at 18. So if you have a really cool memory tied to a birthday that you had, maybe you weren't Prince Christian, but that's okay. Hopefully he finds his Cinderella.
0: Just kind of thinking back to the email we got.
1: This is from Shelly that she sent it to us over the weekend. So hopefully she's cooled down by now and kind of made up her mind, but we can help her. She says, my daughter said that the lunch monitor at her school is also a teacher made the comment of how big the school lunch portions are and that she and her friends should be cutting the portions in half and putting water on it. So they don't feel compelled to eat it. So silly. These girls are on the dance team. They already feel like they have to watch their weight. I thought it was super inappropriate of a comment to make Wondering what my next move should be. I'm heated. I want to cool
0: down. Uh, Stephen said, uh, "Look at her belly, then look her back in the face, and ask. Maybe you should cut your portions in half. Well, maybe no, no, that's I mean the right thing to do. It,
1: it, it is disrespecting somebody that's older, but somebody older is telling you, in a sense, that uh, you need to watch. I don't like your
0: respect wife. has anything to do with age. It has to do with what's earned. Hi, uh, Denise. How are you today? Good. Good. Hey, first shot. We're great too. Thanks for asking. Uh, first thoughts when you heard this? What was it?
4: I, it is really striking a nerve with me I also have a daughter that's in dance that has an eating disorder okay and um, that just makes me furious I think that mom should definitely follow up with that
1: how are you dealing with this eating disorder is it a day obviously it's a daily struggle for her I'm sure you're so stressed no, like wondering what did you eat today tell me the truth let's get some nutrients in your body
4: Well, you know, if you're an athlete and working out as much as dancers or any athlete is all calorie, all nutrition is important. Mm-hmm. So they should eat until they're satisfied, not not just cut the portion in half and put water on it. I think that that is such a terrible message to give any child or anybody. Yeah. And I think it needs to be followed up on because that wasn't the first time that woman said that. I'm sure for she's sure. been saying that to girls for years and she hasn't been called out on it and I think she needs to be.
0: What would be the, the follow up? Like you, you call, the assistant principal, you call the principal, like what would be your matter of going about this?
4: I would um, call the principal and I would want to have a sit down discussion with that um, staff member and the principal together
0: and educate them on
4: why that's Completely inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: you could use this as a learning moment. Yeah, I, I mean, would it's love, not right, but it could be.
1: I would love to hear the response of why you think it's appropriate to talk to these girls like that. Yeah, that's definitely a job that needs to be done at home
4: and education that needs to be done from the parent to the child, yeah. not from that, none of the school's business, and that shouldn't even be a conversation had at school.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's up. a fireable offense, it's a learning uh, moment. And I would I wouldn't want someone to get fired over this, but I would make sure that she knew this is ne- this is yeah. never happening again. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Hey, thanks, Denise. We really appreciate your thoughts this morning. Hope you have a great day.
1: Thank you. Take
0: care. Give me some good news. what did you do there? yesterday? Give me something good.
1: Wow, we were busy. Picked up Liam, and then we ran some errands. We had to do football equipment hand in, so I'm like, we're not going to go all the way home. Just come all the way back. And so we stayed in Becker, went to the library, ended up reading for an hour. The kid punched out seven chapters. I found a book that I actually started reading and am enjoying. So that was good. Went and uh, played some basketball outside and then met Derek at the boil down the street here.
0: Yeah, how was it?
1: That was amazing. That was a phenomenal experience. The staff was great. It was really like a cool vibe in there. But Derek's whole thing is, like, he didn't even want to go because because he can't stand the smell of seafood. And so he went in and he got his chicken wings and he just stared at Liam and I in disgust because we're covered in garlic and our fingers are all contorted because we're trying to take the shell off the, the shrimp that have eyes. You know, the shrimp have eyes, the crawfish have eyes. Uh, it, it's a, it's a scene.
0: Sophie knew he wasn't going to like it. Why'd he roll he up? He wanted
1: to have a family dinner. Like he didn't want to, f- he's got FOMO, you know, he's yeah. like, so he met us down there and then Liam and I obviously drove separately. So Liam's like, can I get boba, a boba drink for dessert? I said, sure. So he we went and got him a boba tea, went home. By the time we got home, Derek is like incapacitated on the couch with a heating pad on his belly, because he threw up on the way home from the smell, the smell that was of stuck it. in his shirt. Oh, no. He had to put his shirt right in the washer and then it was stuck in his skin. So he was like dry heaving and like breathing, like Lama's breathing through the waves of nausea. I was like, this can't be a thing. You're not invited next time. It's obvious that you can't handle it.
0: I'm glad so. you had a good time there because the buildup of how many times you wanted to go. Oh, yeah. And didn't get to go. Yeah. I was afraid wasn't going to be able to match. The anticipation that you had for that place. So I'm glad you liked it.
1: So I wouldn't do the crawfish again. Liam wanted to do crawfish, add that into our pot, but like you really only get a quarter size meat. And the thing is, you have like this huge pile of food in front of you, but really you're only eating like a small cocktail plate size of meat, you know? But it's like the hunt, it's the work that you have to do. So
0: minus the husband throwing up because of the smell. Good experience though. Very
1: good experience. Yes, it was lovely. I would say go, go. It's like a destination dinner. It's pretty cool.
0: So I did a dumb thing.
1: Oh, okay. Let's get the list out.
0: Um, I got really creative the other day. So like I've, I have to change up workout routines. Otherwise I get too bored with it. So every morning I get up at three, I do a 30 minute Peloton ride and then I do just almost strictly weights after the show. Okay. And so this week I've been experimenting with, I wanted to make up my own weight scenario like you see like for sure I don't want to be an influencer but I've always wanted to make up my own routine that would be like just a killer right so like there's all these like if you watch everything from Arnold old videos to now every guy has got a way to get jacked right yeah so I started freestyling in my brain over the last month the perfect workout routine and I came up with something called 20 20 three 20 sets of 20 reps, three different exercises per muscle group. Okay. So I did it yesterday, with chair, two days ago with chest, and it didn't start hurting until about yesterday at 10 o'clock, and then I had this heavy pain in my chest, like I thought I was going to have a heart attack, but I realized it was every chest fiber was just on fire, because I had done 600 reps of chest exercises. So I'm like, oh, well, that's got to be good, right? So I went to the gym yesterday, and I did it with shoulders, and about... 5 p.m. last night, we're at football practice, and this immense amount of pain just set in across my body. Like, I don't for sure ever think that I know what like people with like rheumatoid arthritis say the pain is like, uh-huh. but that's all I could imagine it was like. So, it in your this- mind,
1: are you hoping to put this out to the world via video? Because no, when is that going to happen? I don't. For I don't us?
0: think. I don't think it's the right way to go. I'm giving it a, a, a couple of weeks uh-huh. before I bail on it. Oh. But it might seem like overtraining at this point. It well, might it's already seem a like, thing
1: according to Google, so it's not like... Oh, really? It's, <laughs> wait, the 2023... 20, the total body, 20, 20... No,
0: this isn't total body. This is weighted stuff. This is like... The total body one is like if you just want to use like different Cardio body parts. Of whatever, yeah, okay. mine is just strictly weights. It's 20 reps, 20 sets, three uh, body exercise or three exercises. Okay. So in my math, that's going to be... Uh, 20 times 20 is 400 times 3 is 1,200 reps.
1: Yeah. If you do uh, make a video, though, we got to get you a costume. Like you have to have like blonde hair, like
0: just feel like it might be overtraining. So I woke up this morning and I went to like shave in the shower. I couldn't lift my hand above my head to reach the top of my head to shave it. And I was like, this is going to be a bad day. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Brad Sean Bryan Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.